0: To the above180.com podcast with Tim Berg and Joe Serrar, and this is Mo Pinnell, president
1: of Mo Rich Enterprises. Above180.com, taking your bowling game to the next level. Tim Berg and Joey Serrar are ready to hit the lanes, approaching the issues that you, the bowler, want to know. From the latest equipment reviews and coaching to drilling layouts. Now, from Washington, D.C., and the Bowler's Pro Shop in Milwaukee,
2: Wisconsin, here are your hosts, Tim Berg and Joey Serrar. Joining us today in the Above180.com podcast is Emily Meyer. Emily is a former Team USA member and now the Youth Development Director and Program Manager at International Bowling Campus. Emily, Tim Berg, and Joey Serrar, thank you for joining us today.
0: Hi, guys. Thanks for having me.
2: All right. Well, Emily, want to begin. Briefly describe what your typical day is like and what you do with the USA Bowling Program to help the youth out.
0: Okay. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, one of my um, major focuses right now is obviously the new USA Bowling Program. Um, my day, yeah, my typical day changes a lot, uh, really. Um, kind of the jack-of-all-trades, but as far as USA Bowling goes, you know, it was just a program that we launched back at Bowl Expo. And so right now I'm spending a lot of the time not just in trying to promote the USA Bowling program and, and answering any questions and getting with any proprietors who really need anything or have any questions regarding it and tracking it down and finding out where it's being run and things like that. But the biggest component of USA Bowling is the USA Bowling Coaching Program, which is actually um, free clinics or seminars that are taught by really highly certified uh, coaches, people um, big time like... Uh, John Gaines, Kim Somershine, Ken Yagabowski, Mark Baker, some, you know, really big-time names in um, in coaching. And they're actually going out and um, hosting seminars all across the country. There's been over 60 of them uh, so far, which are free classes for anybody who wants to learn a little bit more about how to teach bowling to youth. Um, again, it's a completely free class. That was one of the goals of USA Bowling is to be able to you know, offer a program for parents or offer a program for volunteer coaches, anybody who just wants a little bit more information or direction um, as far as teaching kids how to bowl. Because there's obviously USA or USBC coaching certification, which is an amazing program. Um, obviously a lot of certified coaches out there, but sometimes it's a little intimidating to parents um, or people who are kind of bowling novice um, who just want to get more involved, but but aren't ready to commit to that level yet. So it was our goal for USA Bowling to offer a program like USA Bowling Coaching where people can gain access to information on how to be
1: a coach
0: um, for entirely free, again.
1: So, um, Emily, is this more or less a, a precursor to anyone who may want to become a certified coach?
0: Exactly. It's not, it's not so much an actual prerequisite class. Um, But it definitely sends them in that direction. I mean, there's been a lot of even certified coaches who have attended these clinics, um, and they've even found them so valuable. Obviously, the material and the curriculum is extremely basic and beginner, so it's not intimidating to that bowling novice. But definitely, I mean, you know, when they're in the class, they'll get a little bit of information about how to go on and become certified. That's the name that they, you know, would like to do. But obviously, they're in no way obligated to do that. So these seminars started in the middle of, August. But they've been going on for about two months now, and they've been taking up
1: majority of my time. Right. So, is there a list of these on the uh, USBC website? Because, to me, this sounds like a great idea for area high school coaches, uh, even you know, program directors in bowling centers, just to kind of give that little extra helping hand to the the upcoming new bowler. Exactly. No,
0: I've had a lot of feedback from high school um, bowler coaches. Um, who have been really interested in the program and centers who wanted to send their um, high school coaches. Um, so there is a list of where all of them are that can be found at bowl.com. If you go know, bowl.com, uh, scroll over the Youth tab and go down, there's a USA Bowling and a USA Bowling Coaching Page. USA Bowling Coaching Page is where you'll find all the locations um, by state and by date.
2: Again, joining us is Emily Meyer. Emily is the uh, youth development program manager at the International Bowling Campus. And uh, Emily, wanna question? I got a question for you here. How has youth bowling progressed in high school and at the collegiate level over the past ten years? Because ultimately, that is the people that we want to see as adults continue to bowl and not leave our sport. Exactly, exactly. Um, and
0: that's of the initiative really of of the USA Bowling program was. You know, the idea is. Its format is uh, very similar to high school and collegiate bowling, trying to turn those youth bowlers into, you know, lifelong bowlers and have them continue to come back and keep bowling. So high school and collegiate bowling, to answer your question, is just one of our huge successes. I mean, it has grown so much um, over the past 10 years. It, it's definitely, um, I guess, it's something we look at as a success and something that we're going to obviously continue um, doing and, and doing well because, like you said, it really it really gets those those kids who bowl. As youth, and, I mean, once you bowl in college, I always say you're hooked and you're a lifelong bowler and you're going to bowl league and you're going to bowl tournaments for the rest of your life. Um, so, yeah, no doubt high school and collegiate bowling is, is on the rise and it's great to see so many kids coming through, you know, the junior goal program and bowling in high school and bowling collegiately. Um, it's definitely on the rise, and, and we're really excited about
2: that. So, Emily, talk about how high schools are starting to use this now. It, it's becoming more mainstream as a letter sport, and it's a, a varsity program. Uh, how has the USBC been involved in that program?
0: Um, heavily. Uh, I, I don't know the, the, the figures myself because I haven't worked um, a lot in the, in the high school uh, area. But, no, they, they work a lot with um, the clubs. State um, and the varsity state very heavily involved, um, attending a lot of meetings, answering any questions, um, getting any certified, uh, things like that. So you know they work really closely with every state, you know varsity or not.
1: Uh, Emily, I have a question for you that that I just read about in the Windy City News. Uh, in the state of Illinois, they just passed that law or, uh, uh, however you want to call it, a resolution to not allow high school bowlers to win scholarship money. Do you have any right. thoughts on that?
0: Um, absolutely. I mean, that was, that was definitely a challenge uh, when, when we were faced with that. So the rule basically is saying that, you know how bowling is one of those great sports where we can start with earning scholarships, you know, as little as eight years old, and, and they start accumulating. And then when they go to college, you can actually, you can, it's sitting there in your smartphone, and you can use it. Well, the state of Bowling um implemented uh, a bylaw uh, just starting this year that Basically says that a high school bowler has to choose between bowling in high school um, or earning scholarship money. So if they go in high school, they'd have to forfeit a scholarship they earned um, during that time. Um, so that's something that we're faced with, and it's definitely something that we're working with with Illinois and um, meeting with them about. Um, I know that Youth Director um, Chad Murphy and Stu, Stu Upson, the youth Director, are, are out there and, and are in talks with them and. Um, trying to get them to understand, really, uh, the difference that that our sport has. Because I I think that maybe they're a little unclear. So that's something that
1: we're definitely
0: working with them on, and we should have
1: some information on it really soon. So stay tuned. So hopefully, yes. I mean, because, you know, we we want the sport to grow, and and this almost seems to to me a little bit like a step backwards. But uh, are you positive, or, or do you think optimistically that this can be resolved?
0: I am very optimistic. You know, there, there's there's people that um, obviously are, are not so optimistic and, you know, because, I mean, they, they're very similar ways in, in, in when we were talking to them about it. And they, you know, had their viewpoint and I completely understand because, you know, football and basketball and soccer and all those other varsity sports do the same thing. You know, they can't be earning um, scholarship and competing in high school. So why should bowling be able to? And, um, you know, and I understand that, but um, it's just bowling's model. Um, and so it's, you know something like i said they're going to go out there and and sit down and and be able to talk to them about it and uh hopefully there's a return you never know but i'm very optimistic yeah
2: so Emily, I guess talk about the importance of youth bowling. I know when I was getting rolling and getting started in youth programs, coaching was one of the things that I, I was feel was lacking. And how are you guys trying to change that? Um, aside from the, the USA Bowling Program, what you mentioned, what are some things that on the local level that the uh, associations are doing to help keep people interested in bowling? And like you said, it's intimidating for maybe that parent or that volunteer. And then the other question, I guess, so what are you doing? And then number two, um, how are you keeping people that are good coaching into coaching because it's a lot of time and it's uh you know an effort for someone to come out there and coach on a saturday morning
0: yeah no doubt it is um and to really answer your question in starting off because it's a program that we literally just launched i mean i've gone out and talked to the program with thousands of people but i've probably only hit 20 or 30 percent of our industry and so right now it's just about that level of awareness um really getting with um proprietors and associations and anybody who can help really just raise the level of awareness of USA Bowling and what it has to offer. Um, it's really one of the focuses right now because I think there's just a lot of unknowns. Um, and the answer your other question about coaching, it's, you're absolutely right. Sometimes it is very intimidating. But when you look at USA Bowling is modeled after, you know, Little League Baseball or AAU basketball, AYSO soccer, things like that. And so you're asking these, Parents or volunteer coaches—you know—they might be high school bowlers or collegiate bowlers or um, just league bowlers—and um, it's also a short season. So, you know, traditionally these leagues are 30, 32 weeks, which is a lot to ask out of a coach um, to participate in that many Saturdays um, and get them committed. But with USA Bowling programs, you know, you're only asking for eight to 12 weeks, and you're only asking for two hours each week because kids give you your your team of four and then you practice together for an hour, and then they compete. Um, So it's just, like I said, very similar to little league baseball or basketball, things like that. So we found it's been a little bit easier centers have found to um, get their coaches to come into something like UFC Bowling, because they're not asking for so much out of them. A lot of centers will just offer an incentive, hey, free bowling, um, help coach the kids, I know a lot of them do that uh, sort of thing. So, yeah, no doubt um, recruiting coaches is, is tough, but with the USA Bowling coaching program, and you're saying, hey, you come coach, you know, you have a free certification and curriculum and materials, and, you know, it's only for eight weeks. If you get them to do it one time. I mean, they're literally hooked because we're running the program here in Arlington, and uh, we have a gentleman who's coaching, and he's extremely busy. He works with the associations. He's traveling all the time, and we got him to be coach one time, And he has developed such a tight relationship with the four boys that he's coaching that, I mean, he's going to come back and continue coaching because those kids love him and because he loves them. And so um, once you've gotten a coach to really commit one time and then develop that relationship with the kids, you know, they're always going to be there. Um, Very similar to, again, Little League baseball, soccer, football.
2: Joining us on the Above180.com podcast is Emily Meyer. Uh, for more about the program, please go to bowl.com. Uh, it's right on the website there, so please take a look at that. It's uh, very interesting. Emily, I want to also get your thoughts. You're a former Team USA member. You bowl collegiately at Wichita State. Where, uh, As a woman bowler who's very good, you bowl the, you know, the USBC Open and the tournaments and such, but the women's uh, bowling and the women's tour, where do you, uh, as a woman, or where do you see bowling going for women that are, are good like yourself and bowl collegiately but really don't have a lot of places to showcase their talent.
0: It's tough. It's really tough. You know, back when when the women's tour folded and um, having all these aspirations to go on tour and go collegiately. It's, it's tough. I mean, fortunately, there's still U.S. Queens and BPA um, is taking over the U.S. Open and so that was a great tournament that was held um, here in June this past summer um, with the finals in, in Cowboys Stadium and and there's nothing stopping women from going out bowling on tour. I mean, look at Kelly. You know, I mean, she's she's obviously one in a million. But at the same time, you know, there's a lot well, that opportunity. There's still a lot of women out there, um, at least trying to compete with the guys. Um, I know the internationally league is growing a lot. A lot of the women, you know, that are bowling, and USA, I don't bowl as much as I used to. Just, um, um, just been working so much now. But I know a lot of women like Kelly and Liz Johnson and um, are out traveling and, and bowling, you know, all over the world and so I think that, you know, even though there's not a tour here, there's still a lot of stuff to bowl, uh, fortunately for them. So um, I think internationally, definitely and obviously the tournaments that we have here on a yearly basis.
2: Great, Emily. I want to end with one question, and this is kind of a fill-in-the-blank, kind of a fun question, but something that when we put up on Facebook on Above180.com, uh, taking your bowling game to the next level, if you want to check that out, we got some interesting replies. And, and I guess the question is, uh, bumper bowling has blank. W- what are your thoughts on bumpers and, and that when you see kids out there bowling, uh, whether it be you know, the bumper stopper leagues for the, the you know, three- to six-year-olds or you just go out and see uh, bumpers in open play?
0: Right. Yeah. No doubt. Soccer bowling is, is tough. When I was a youth director, you know, I had forty kids in my program, and I maybe had two or three bumpers. Um, you know, if it's just something that a child wants to start off doing. Perfectly fine with that. You know, I'll set up on bumpers, especially if they're really small. Um, otherwise, I mean, when I bowled, I didn't start with bumpers. Um, I don't know why. Um, I guess I was only when I was four. I never started with bumpers. So um, we created something. Um, we have the Bowlopolis program. You know, if that's something that you've ever heard of. Um, so for Bowlopolis, we just created what is the, the Rolling Grove membership because is entirely Bowlopolis-based. Um, but that's definitely a um, program that's become really popular, especially with bumper bowlers. Um, and so I actually think that probably the number of bumper bowlers, it's higher than we think. Um, but unfortunately it's not something that we're able to track just because we've never had that membership product for those seven and unders who are baby bowling bumpers. So, I mean, I, I think that there's definitely a lot more bumpers out there than, than we've seen. Um, yeah. As far as open play, I think some writers should, should have a handle on that. Sometimes it's, you know, funny to see a 15-year-old kid who's <laughs> bowling bumpers and um, probably don't need them, uh, that sort of thing, you know. But, I, I mean, absolutely nothing wrong with bumpers. Um For the Little (laughs) Hawks and getting involved in in the Bulldogs program again, and then graduating them into the traditional league and getting them to become West Punk
1: bowlers is really the the goal. You know, Tim, I I need to throw something in here about the bumpers. On Monday, we've been bowling in our league on basically a flat pattern, and being, you know, not as sharp now as I may hopefully be later in the season, when I'm banking the ball from board six out to board three, there's a few that have gone in the moat, so I personally need those bumpers up there. Even though our league will vote me down, uh, because I've had a few drop in the channel.
2: <laughs> well, you bring up I need help. Point, I though. need help, Tim. Exactly, and, and uh, for uh, for my son, we just graduated to we did the bumpers for a couple of years, and now we're into our normal league. And it's it's really it's instant feedback for him when he. Um, doesn't do something right the ball goes in the in the left channel as he's a left-hander so um but i think it's a great way to start bowling and then as you graduate like you said because uh, f- for us we don't have bumpers even though like joey said uh, we all could use them on some of those flatter patterns emily want to thank you for joining us this has been very informative uh great to uh, have you on and get the word out with this uh, usa bowling program and uh again we just want to help youth bowling uh Proceed and and progress in the future, just like USBC and and what you guys are doing. So, uh, all the best with this program, and uh, please come back and join us and let us know how things went with the program, okay?
0: All right, thank you so much, guys.